This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, who is also my husband and business partner, we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Michael, what do we have planned for today's show? First, it's Trends and Insights where Janelle will be talking with Tracy Warren about the growing importance of real-time video. Next, in today's success interview, we'll talk with sales and networking coach Tish Times about how she's quickly grown her business. And in our Business Builder segment, I'll be back to talk about how you can leverage your message to serve a much larger audience. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started. First up, it's Trends and Insights, your insider's look at industry trends being leveraged by today's most successful coaches, authors, and speakers. Today, we're talking with Tracy Warren, owner of The Social Playground and an eWoman Network Managing Director in Sonomish County, Washington. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Happy to be here. I am excited to hear your trend, especially with your focus on social media. So what is the current trend that you see impacting coaches, speakers, and authors? It's live video, Um, leveraging live video, whether that's Facebook Live specifically or other of these live platforms that are available. So what are you seeing people use these for, and why do you think it's so popular right now? Well, Facebook Live specifically just launched about six weeks ago, I believe. And what makes it so popular is it's a way for me, I can literally grab my phone hit go live, type in a title, and I can be recording having a live conversation on Facebook right this minute. And, um, and I can be doing live interactions. So people can come in and ask me questions. But even more than that is there's something about that no like and trust factor that when I see somebody and I listen to them, it really – It can attract the right people to my business, but even better, it can repel the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. And then they live on Facebook forever, Mm -hmm. the videos. Is there an ideal length for those videos? And what are you seeing people do as far as calls to action or themes? Well, um, I don't know that there's yet an established ideal length. 
I know for me, I'm really trying when I do a video. I'm trying to make it two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. But what happens is people come in, and so then I say, hey, Michael, great to see you. And so it becomes a little bit more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so mine are averaging about five minutes. Mm-hmm. So are you seeing people have a call to action, or are you seeing themes? that? How do they build this into their marketing strategy versus just having something where it's like, Twitter was in the beginning, not that Twitter did video, but more of just right. kind of what you're doing. Because we're doing this, we want to have it have some value to Absolutely. the person receiving it, but also have it fit into our business strategy. Right. So there's a couple things that I'm thinking as an answer to that. One is it is um, in my mission to simplify social media. And so it could just be that I'm having a conversation with you right now Mm-hmm. And it brings something to mind that I'm like, oh, that would be a great thing to record a video about. Um, I'm encouraging people to, if if it helps them, make a theme. So I have a photographer friend. She's doing, you know, 10 days of beauty. And she's, she's videotaping when she's out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the call to action piece yeah, I always have a call to action in mind, but it's their simple calls to action. Either I'm asking them to interact with the video. Mm-hmm. So I did one recently. I was um, unfriended by someone who I've known for years, and I'm not quite sure why I was unfriended. And so then the conversation was, so tell me, you know, has this happened to you, and how did you deal with it? So because ultimately I want to create community, Mm-hmm. So I want people to be engaging with the video or I'll invite them to, you know, read my latest blog post that I'll then throw in the throw in the comments or whatever. So there's definitely an opportunity for that community creation and some calls to action to get people to do something. Are you seeing increased engagement since you've started doing the Facebook Live? Holy moly, there is nothing out there that is getting the reach that Facebook Live is getting. And part, there's a couple of reasons why that is. One is people want to do business with people, so I want to see the people behind a business. Mm-hmm. But in addition, um, Facebook just published a report about a month ago about how they're seeing a lot less original content Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people sharing other people's stuff, but not a lot of original. So they're highly weighting original content right now, and Facebook mm-hmm. Live is original content. So I would post, so for example, if I post something on YouTube and then share it to Facebook, I get a couple views. Mm-hmm. If I post a video on my Facebook page that has just over 2,100 likes, mm-hmm. it will have... Um, within a couple of hours, it'll have a hundred views. Um, I wait 24 hours and the reach on that post is 600. So it's, it's getting reached like nothing else is getting reached. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you keep a log of the different ideas you have so you don't forget them? How would you encourage people to um, keep track of their ideas? Because you don't want to do a video every time you think of one. No. 
That's a very good point. I do keep a log. Um, I have a list of probably 30 different kinds of content. Um, but then a lot of it is I'm just having a conversation and I get an idea. Um, and so I keep, I, I'm a post-it note girl, so I mm-hmm. tend to have post-it notes and then at the end of the day I take those post-it notes and plop them onto a sheet of paper that's blog topics or speaking topics. Mm-hmm. So how do you see this? changing the way people do business, and what advice would you give to someone who is uncomfortable in front of the camera or doing video? What I have seen over the course of time is that before people choose to do business with you, they're checking you out. And whether that's looking you up on Google or Facebook or any other social media platform, But this is a real way for them to, in just a couple of minutes, evaluate you, which is kind of scary and exciting at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that that's a real huge opportunity to just kind of put yourself out there. And for those people who are terrified, I get it. I get it. I people look at me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you make that look so easy." And It's taken time. Like, I've been in business for six years. I've kind of gotten better at this. And so my encouragement is just to take baby steps. Um, Facebook Live can be used on your personal page, on your business page, and in groups and with events. Mm -hmm. So maybe you have a private group where you could experiment a little bit. Um, And if I'm being totally honest, I record my videos. I never watch them again. Um, (laughs) Like, because I don't want to see every time I scratched my nose or butts with my hair. Um, I think if I, I tend to overly criticize, I tend to overly criticize myself. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of it's self-protection that I record it and then I post it. And unless I said something really brilliant um, where I want to capture that, most of the time I don't watch again. Hmm. So it's about baby steps. You do do a little bit and see, and and you're going to get encouragement. And then Mm -hmm. that little bit of encouragement gives you some courage and confidence to do it again. And, I mean, I had somebody reach out to me. She said, hey, I saw your live video today, and then I watched a couple of your other videos, and I want to talk to you about working with you. I'm like, what? That okay, that is powerful, considering this has only been in existence for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. And, you know, I always tell people when they're thinking about doing video but they're not comfortable doing it is to really focus on who you're trying to reach and your message. If you take it off of you and say, yes. you know, 
I feel uncomfortable. It's not about us. It's about the person we want to reach. It's about getting mm-hmm. our message out there and expanding our reach. So, uh, you know, I do encourage people to go back and watch their videos because I think while it can be painful sometimes, I know yeah. I've learned so much about some of the little things I do and the, some of the small tweaks that I can make. Um, I don't take it personally. I, it's only about yeah. learning and, and doing better. So as we wrap up our conversation, how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? Well, they can find me on my website, which is thesocialplayground.com. And then I have a private Facebook group that I would invite them to called The Social Playground. And part of the reason it's a private group is because we're experimenting and we're playing and it's a safe place to do just that. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing. And we will put a link to the Social Playground with today's interview on our website at Turn Knowledge to Profit. Thank you so much for sharing with us today, Tracy. Oh, this was so fun. Thank you. We need to take a quick break, but stay tuned. When we return, it's our success interview. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world-renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun, and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, no one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with Tish Times, owner of Tish Times Training and Coaching. Welcome, Tish. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to learn more about your business and the things you've done to build, grow, and leverage your business because I know you've got just a wealth of experience. So 
I'd love to start our conversation off by having you tell us about your current business, how you started it, and how it's evolved over time. I would love to. The, my business, um, as you said, is called Tish Times Training and Coaching. Um, we have a parent company, Tish Times Enterprises, and I've been in business in this particular business for uh, six years. Matter of fact, I just celebrated six years this month. And what we did initially was career coaching. I come from the staffing industry, and I did staffing for many years. I own my own staffing company. So when I first started in business for myself after closing the staffing company, I was a career coach because that's what I knew. I knew how to help people to have success in their careers, how to find the right position and how to be successful in their jobs, how to escalate uh, up the corporate ladder. However, what started to happen, Janelle, is that I had people that would come to me and ask me for either mentorship or even one, of the, one lady asked me to, you know, she wanted to hire me as her coach. And I explained to her that, career coach. I'm not really a business coach. However, she talked me into allowing me to, you know, to accept her money so that she could receive information as to how I grew my company. And to be honest with you, I didn't have any money. When I closed my, my staffing company, it was in 2008. It was mm. at the height of the, the bust, and I literally did not have any money. So I just networked and networked and networked, and I used networking um, to really grow my business. Hmm. It's interesting because I think one of the things that um, your story tells us is where you are is not necessarily where you need to stay. I think so many right. people think they've got to create a business and that's what they've got to do, but it can evolve over time. Absolutely. And we have to be willing to make the changes when it's necessary. That was a little scary for me. But I'm so glad that I didn't, you know, allow myself to be held back by fear or feeling I wasn't qualified or wasn't able because over time, you know, obviously I've gained lots of knowledge and education. So now I love what I do and love to be able to help the people that I help. Mm -hmm. So when you started networking, did you know how to successfully network or how did you figure that out? You know, I just know I love being able to communicate with people. I love having one-on-one -on -one relationships, one-on-one -on -one conversations, rather. And that's exactly what I did. I went to the people who I had communicated with in my previous career, my previous business, and I started inviting them to a luncheon. I started this little luncheon that had about 20 people, and, you know, it was monthly every month for about four years. And um, it just kind of has grown. It's grown into, you know, sometimes 50, 60 people in a month. But the majority of my clients came to me through that luncheon and through that networking, and it kind of evolved from there. So I didn't know how to, quote, unquote, network. I did know how to build relationships. And then I learned how to use that to leverage business and to really develop into a company where I could teach other people to do the same. Mm -hmm. Well, and I believe that successful networking is really about building quality relationships. It's not about collecting cards. It's not about putting people on your list. It's about getting to know people, and nothing takes the place of that belly-to-belly, -belly, you know, networking. People, a lot of people want to try to do it online, but you can't build the same kind of relationships on social media as you do face-to-face, -face, I don't believe. 
Right, right. I think that there there definitely is a place for virtual communication, but I think that you're right, that face-to-face communication develops deeper relationships. And the, the one thing, a quick story, I had been doing some networking with someone. I do it all with lots of people, but one particular person for the last probably five or six years on Facebook. Well, I went to Orlando to speak at a conference a couple of months ago and had an opportunity to meet her face-to-face for the first time. So now our relationship has really just gone to the next level because that really seals a relationship like nothing else. So I fully agree. Nothing is like that face-to-face communication. Interesting. So it sounds like you started out just doing one-on-one, not just, but doing one-on-one coaching and mentoring. How did you make that switch And what made you make the switch from doing that one-on-one to starting to add products and other services into what you do? Well, number one, there is only one of me, just like, you know, many other companies who have a solopreneur type of makeup. And I started to realize that, you know, I couldn't add any more hours to my day. And at that time, I was booked up. I was completely booked as far as the amount of spaces I had to bring new clients in. And I wanted to be able to diversify the way I was doing business. So the first thing that I did, because remember when I first started, I was doing the career coaching, I wrote a book. And the book was called Oh. MG 10 Super Simple Steps for Career Success. <laughs> mm. and, and it was great. It was my very first, you know, even endeavor to do something on that level. But what it did is it really helped establish me as an expert in the field. And even though I had been doing, you know, um, career coaching and staffing for many, many years at that point, it really was kind of like a seal of approval and people began to see me a lot differently. So when I switched over to doing more of the networking and sales training and coaching, I did similar. I started doing products, what started with ebooks, um, created a couple of programs that were more um, information type of programs, and I did write a networking playbook that really is very popular right now and sells quite a bit, and it also kind of helped to create that expert status to some degree in the marketplace. So how did you decide um, what your products were going to be? Because I think one of the things people always say is what they do can only be done one-on-one. It's all customized. So how did you kind of switch yourself from that it's all customized to being able to say, okay, there are things that I do repeatedly over and over again that maybe I can turn into products? Yeah, I, I think I felt the same way, Janelle. I think that it really causes you to have to have a mindset shift and realize that there are different ways to serve our clients um, with the same information because realistically I didn't add any new information except Uh for things that as I'm growing, but I took my blog post, for instance, and started compiling them. And that's how I wrote, you know, I wrote one of my books that way. Um, I took the, the speeches that I was giving, the training that I was giving, and started pulling information from there and creating um, e-books with that. So, I mean, I just figured out, okay, well, I'm already doing a lot of this. Even some of the training that I was doing one-on-one, that information, the questions that I was asking, and I was getting good results with my clients, I started to, to you know, compile some of those as case studies. So it just, it just look, takes us taking the blinders off and stopping ourselves from only looking at things one way and being willing to open our minds to a different way because we have the capacity to help more people when we're willing to do things that way, when we're willing to diversify the way we're doing business. 
I think that's really true, and I agree with you about making a mindset shift. So often we only see what's right in front of us, and it's important to take a step back and and look at what we do. We start doing so many things um, very unconsciously. I mean, because we do them so well, we're an expert at doing it. When you do it over and over again, it become something second nature, but it's important to take a step back and say, what am I doing? What are the things I'm repeating over and over again? And those are a great place to start with doing that product or doing that, um, that course. And I love the fact that you repurposed a lot of the things that you were doing. You don't have to start from scratch. That was mind-blowing because I had no idea that I had enough content to write a book without Mm -hmm. really having to write much more. Of course, I added (laughs) some to it, but it was like, oh, my God, this was easy. You know, it was not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. And if people would look at their life, look at their business, I guarantee you they have enough content to create a course, to write a book, you know, even to do a few short e-books, but they probably already have the content already at their disposal. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And I think we do have so much, yet we think we need to create more. It's almost like when we do certifications or do a lot of training, we've done so much and we have only used a fraction of what we've learned, yet we so often think we need to go do more versus using what's already right in front of us. Very, very, very true. I fully, wholeheartedly agree. (laughs) So what so far has been your most popular product, and what do you think has made it the most popular? Well, I definitely, my um, networking university, it's called the Unstoppable Confidence Networking University, and that's really my group coaching program. Um, It's most popular because people want to have camaraderie. They want to be with other people who are learning, and, you know, I allow them to have a community where they can communicate one with another and help with each other's issues, so on and so forth. And then we, we work together. We do retreats together. So that's definitely one of the most popular products that I have, and it enables me to work with people on a group level instead of the one-to-one. And um, it's just it's a great program. People are learning a lot, and they're, they're seeing major shifts in their business. But you know, you know, another product that I have that's very, very popular is the Unstoppable Confidence Networking Playbook. Mm-hmm. It is literally a planner where people can go in and, and plan out their networking for the entire year. I had no idea it would be very popular, to be honest with you. I, I really underestimated the response I would get from that book. So that's also a very popular, I think they're probably, they're on two very different levels, but they're equally as popular though. You know, it's interesting because I think it's important for us to have products at different levels because sometimes people have very different needs or they want to experience what we have to offer, but yet they're not sure they want to make an investment at the level they need to probably make it to really work with us. But it's great that you've got something that they can really get to know who you are and learn the value of what you have to offer, and it's very, very affordable to get started. Right. Very, very true. And it it allows people who may not feel at that moment that they have the cash at hand to really work with you, but they can buy a $15 book. And that's generally people who will buy the book will normally either call me. I have one person who calls me periodically to order like five or seven or 10 books at a time to give Mm -hmm. to her colleagues. And then, you know, sometimes they'll say, you know what, what else is next? And they'll want to work with you on a higher level. So it's important to have things where people can enter at the point that they're capable of entering just so that they can experience. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. We need to take a really quick break, but when we come back, I want to continue this conversation um, because you shared some great information with us, and um, I've got a, some more questions for you. So we'll get, address those when we get back. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. In today's success interview, we were talking earlier before the break with Tish Times of Tish Times Training and Coaching, and I'm excited to continue the conversation. Before the break, we were talking about having products at different levels for people depending on where they are and um, I love the fact that you've got that Tish because I think people are at different starting points and I love being able to serve them where they are. Right. You know, Janelle, one other thing that I did that really was a huge shift for me is I actually have a free product. I have a CD that people can go to my website and get for free, and it's an audio CD, and it's also an excellent way because people who get the CD generally buy something else after that. So it's a great way for everyone to be able to experience what we do so that they can, of course, they give us their, their contact information as well, but generally people will take that next step. Well, and that's a, that's a great thing for people to remember because I think people are often concerned about giving it away for free. You know, are they losing revenue or will people come back? But it sounds like your experience is that if you give them good value, they're going to come back and want more, which is the perfect solution. Absolutely. I, I am of the belief that you, I can never give away everything that I know. You know what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. it's, there's, there's a lot there, and I want to be able to share with them because me giving them something only ignites their desire for more in most cases. So I think if we have that mindset, we are going to attract a lot more people into our business. 
Absolutely. And I think it's important for us to remember that not everyone is at the same level as we are. So we may think that it's really basic or it's really foundational, but there's so many people that need that to take them to the next level and to get them to really grow and build their business. Yeah, very, very true. And I get I get great feedback. People often will contact me, and it's also a great way for you to have a reason to call someone. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things people will say, well, I don't know what to say when I call someone for the first time. Well, if you've given them something, now you can call them and say, how did you enjoy that CD? How did mm-hmm. you enjoy the book? Did you learn anything from it? Is there anything else I can answer for you? And now you have their attention, and you can begin to, to even explore further ways of working with them. So it's a great tool, believe it. It really is. Well, and those purposeful conversations are really easy. It is hard when you're just calling someone and you don't have a starting point, but when you've got questions to ask, when you've got an agenda, and and it's not about selling, but when you've got kind of what you want to ask, how you want to ask it, and have a purpose, it makes it so much easier to start that conversation. And then just listen, and it'll go exactly where it's supposed to. That is so, so true. Listen is the key word right there. (laughs) They will tell you what they need if you will only listen. So very true. Absolutely. And I think it's really important, too, for people to remember to really look at the experts and the things they're doing. I think we often say that we don't know how to do it. We don't know what to do. And everyone else can be successful except us. And I think it's important to know that it's all about learning what works. Um, We were working with a sales coach, and she had some really simple tips. And it was amazing how making just a really tiny shift had huge results. It doesn't have to be big, earth-shattering change that you make. Little shifts can really have a big impact on the results. Without a doubt. And that's the thing, knowing that you can make a difference with just, you know, sometimes just get started. And that's the thing, people, they'll just get started. A lot of times, the answers will become so clear to you once you've gotten started. So that's really important. So how do you get um, people to really focus in on what they need to take action on? I know you've got a process that you go through, but how do you help them really identify what's that, that one thing that's really going to change everything? Well, I think it has a lot to do with the questions that, you know, that we ask to under, help them to see it. Because in all honesty, I have found that if I tell someone what to do, the likelihood is they're probably not going to do it or they're not going to do it with their whole heart. Mm-hmm. But if I ask the right questions and help them to see where they are, and it kind of, it's almost like they're saying it to themselves, I'm just kind of directing them <laughs> to get to that, that, that answer for themselves, now they can, uh, they can see and understand what that next step is, and now I can guide them through that step, but, uh, through those, those steps. But if I can't get them to see it, for themselves, it's a little more difficult for them to be able to, to, to take those instructions um, because sometimes you feel like you're doing it blindly. And if, you, if you've ever been told to do something that you weren't clear on, <laughs> it was much more difficult, right? But when you were clear on, oh, my God, I have to do this because mm-hmm. this is going to take me here, it's going to take me there, now it's much, much easier for them to do it. So I think it lies in asking the right questions instead of telling someone what you should be doing now and what you should be, should be doing later. 
So, you know, what comes to mind when you're talking about that is a coach is almost like a composer. You know what the music and the melody is supposed to be, and it's a matter of kind of orchestrating everything and having those right notes and the right order to do that so that they can really see what they need to do and they can get the right results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and if we see ourselves anything more than that, if we think that we can tell someone how to run a business, the thing is I think we cripple them because that means absent of us, they can't run a business. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be able to help them to see the problem that they have and then to see the solution so that when their time with us does finally come to an end, they can continue to grow that business and continue to grow as individuals. Otherwise, we are doing them a grave disservice. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you say that because I think some people think that once a coach starts with you, they want to keep you for life. And I think the most successful coaches are the ones that know that they've got something to take people through and to serve them now, and then they let them go to go on to the next level. Um, they give them the tools and the resources they need, and then they, um, you know, go on and help other people versus having someone for life. Yeah, very, very true. It's, it's almost like if you, you have um, someone for life, it sounds like a great thing, but then if I'm coming to this coach and saying, you know, how was your experience with them? Oh, I've been working with them for 10 years. Okay, well, why do you need to work with them for 10 years? Are you not, you still haven't gotten your result? You know, that's what you want to think. That may not be the case, but it, it does definitely beg the question, why would you need a coach for 10 years? And, and, mm-hmm. and there may be certain, certain things you might need them for, but we, we need to be able to give them what they need and not to try to hold them captive. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree. You know, I'd love to ask you, because you mentioned um, when you were introducing your business that you have your parent company and then what you're doing with Tish Times Training and Coaching is underneath that. Is that something that you had always planned on doing or is that something that just happened and evolved over time? And should people look at, at maybe creating something like that in their business? Do you know, Janelle, believe it or not, I, it was 2004. I remember really clearly in 2004, I said, I've got to open this company. I had no, no idea what I was going to do with it, Tish Times Enterprises. Mm-hmm. I bought the domain name. I bought the, you know, the assumed name certificate, all the things that I needed to do, knowing that at some point I was going to need it. So mm-hmm. fast forward to when I finally started doing this business. It now works because I have the business, doing business as Tish Times Training and Coaching. I have the Unstoppable Confidence Sales Academy. We have the conference. So there's various things that Mm -hmm. now are under the banner of Tish Times Enterprises, and it makes life so much easier for me so I don't have to start a new company every time I want to do something I can do business as under another Mm -hmm. name. So it was not something that I planned out so much as something I just knew at some point I would be able to utilize. Mm -hmm. Well, I like that because it really helped you in a lot of ways really prepare for your growth and not keep you um, stuck in one thing. It really lets you expand as much as you want to expand. Exactly, exactly. And I think that sometimes we all get those great ideas. And just because we don't understand exactly why we have them, we don't act on them. And I've just learned, you know what, go ahead and do it because you just don't know why. And I've done that. I have, I've owned the domain names I have right now, I've owned them for many years. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like, oh, that's what I could use that for. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I really did. I was like, okay, I know I need to buy as many things under my name as I can so that I can utilize them in the future, and I'm, I've been able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I, 
it depends on what you plan to do in your business. But if you have any desire to have that type of growth where you have multiple different entities, then, then I think it's a good idea. Mm. No, I, I think that's um, great advice. So do you know what's next, kind of what your next big plans are? Well, what's next is actually happening right now, <laughs> launching <laughs> the, the Sales Academy as we speak. It has been, it's been like delivering a baby, Janelle, to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's been one of the hardest things I've done in a long time, but I know that this is the time that allows me to be able to bring in um, coaches and trainers so that I can really leverage my business and I'm not the only talent on the team. You get what I'm saying? I'm not the Mm -hmm. only person doing the training and we can expand into new markets because now I have trainers. I have one in Virginia that will be eventually starting. I have one in Atlanta who's ready to start, you know, and I have Mm -hmm. some people in different different places that are ready to go. So I think that long ago when I kind of had that, you know, the business in mind, I knew that at some point we would be bringing on more people and expanding and this is giving me the ability to do so. So that's happening right now. We will be, um, it's launching as we speak, and you'll, you'll hear more and more about it as the year continues. Very exciting. And we have EWMA Network chapters in those, those cities, so that's even more exciting for everyone. <laughs> very, very exciting. It's great to have pl- people in places where you already have family. You know, I feel like E-Women is, is my family. I've been around for a long time, as you know, so I'm, that is very true, and I'll be tapping into those markets, trust me. <laughs> very nice. So how can our listeners learn more about you and your business and what you've got coming? They can go to tishtimes.com to kind of see everything. I am on all social media channels under my name, Tish Times, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google Plus, all of it is all under Tish Time. So if you do a search with my name, you'll be able to find me on social media. And please check out my my YouTube channel. I'm doing videos now. So I'm looking forward to seeing that increase as well. So hopefully people can learn a little bit more by looking at some of those videos and reaching out to me on social media or just going to the website. I love that. And we will have a link to your website too with – today's interview. So people will be able to get you through that also when they go to Turn Knowledge to Profit and link on today's show. And as we wind up our time together, can you give our listeners just one piece of advice that they can use to help them scale their business? Yes, I was so hoping you'd ask me this because I am on a mission to get the word out on this. Do you know, Janelle, that 92% of people in sales, meaning entrepreneurs as well, people who do business, do not follow up? 92% don't follow up. So to scale your business, it's as simple as picking up the phone and making follow-up calls, sending out those emails, sending out note cards, staying in touch. It's simple. It's simple, but obviously it's not easy because people don't do it, but that will put you ahead of the crowd just by doing that alone. So that's what I'm going to say. Do it, please. Wow, 92% of people don't follow up. So I'm going to challenge all of our listeners on today's show to go to our Facebook page on Turn Knowledge to Profit under today's episode and comment and tell us what you're doing to follow up so you're not one of those 92%, but instead, let's increase the number of people that follow up. Thank you so much for your time today, Tish. You've shared so much gold, and I'm so excited to see where it goes. I am too. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast today. I appreciate it. 
Uh, it's been a pleasure. We need to take another real quick break. And when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world-renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun, and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, no one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our business builder session today, we're going to be talking about leveraging your message. I'm excited about today's conversation because I think there's a lot of people that talk about leveraging your message, but I don't think they really know what that means or even where to get started. Well, by leveraging your message, what we really mean is that coaches, speakers, and authors typically have one core message. If uh, It doesn't matter if you're a sales expert or a social media expert or a writing expert, whatever it is that that you do, whatever your area of expertise, you have one core message, one system that you follow that's successful and repeatable. And to leverage your message really means to take that core message and package it up in different ways to serve different clients at different price points and different levels of involvement. You may have um, an entry level course or you may have entry level clients that would really benefit from a do-it-yourself course. Mid-level clients that might want the multi-part web course that you walk them through. And high-end clients that might really want to dig in deep in a mastermind or a VIP type program. It's, the, the key is that it's all based on the same content. It's just packaged in different ways and delivered in different ways to different clients. So. How do people know where to get started? Because I hear over and over again, 
you know, I don't know what products to create. I don't even know how to create products. So they want to expand their reach, but they don't even know where to get started. Right. Yeah. We see a lot of um, coaches, uh, especially, but also speakers and authors in that situation where they're doing one-on-one coaching, or maybe they've expanded to small group coaching, but that's the extent of what they have to offer. And really what helps is to have uh, a product strategy to really step back from your business. This is part of that thing where they say work on your business, not in your business. So step back from your business and look at what is the strategy that you have for developing products. Um, how are you going to serve those entry level basic clients? How are you going to serve those mid level clients? How are you going to serve those high end clients? And really look at what makes sense both for you. Uh, what you like to do and what you're good at doing, as well as what the, your clients need and the process you have to to, to, to deliver to them. Um, it really, um, w- one of the things that we do with clients is we create a product ladder, which is a visual representation of their product strategy. Really shows them uh, the, the entry level, mid-level, high level products, looks at what the overall um, income from all those products could potentially be and how many people they could reach with their message. And so really that acts as a framework for uh, growing your business. Because once you have a strategy in place, then it's relatively easy to go out and create the, re- the, the, create the products and allocate the resources you need to filling out that, that strategy. Well, and I know one of the things that's so powerful about that process that you take people through is that you look at what they already have and it's amazing how many people don't really understand what they already have. They've got bits and pieces and sometimes there's a way that you can put it together. Sometimes there's a way you can add on to it, but that really helps. And also looking at what are ways that they can create a product and then leverage that and expand it. And when you have a whole process behind it, you can do it in a way that really makes sense to start building your revenue and expanding your reach. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really so easy to do for so many people. Let's say, for example, uh, you're doing one-on-one coaching right now. Could you package up that coaching into a multi-part web series that you take groups of clients through to sort of walk them through the process that you follow one-on-one in your coaching? Then, in addition, could you take that same coaching and go higher? So take that coaching and no, skip that part. I'm going to go back and fix that. But so then once you have that multi-part program, could you then take that program and add on some one-on-one follow-up coaching to create maybe a VIP program? So you can start to see how you've expanded from one-on-one coaching to now a webinar series and plus a webinar series and some add-on group or one-on-one coaching. So now you've got three products and you can just continue to expand that same way. So I love it because it's not recreating a lot of things, but it's really, again, leveraging what you've got, what you've built, what you're working on, and really expanding your reach in a way that makes sense to grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not, again, not talking, as Janelle just said, we're not talking about um, creating all sorts of new stuff. 
Um, that's an area where a lot of entrepreneurs have some difficulty and they, they start creating all sorts of things. They don't have a strategy and they don't stay focused. So the, the, really the key is to take that, that core message that you have and look at different ways to present that, that message so that more and more people can benefit from it. That's really the key. Well, and I think by doing that also, it really does help entrepreneurs stay focused because it's really easy to get you know, in that um, shiny object, you know, shiny bright object or kind of squirrel and you're going in a lot of different directions because people are asking for different things. But by having a strategy, you can really determine whether it fits with what your vision is, what your plan is versus going down all these different disjointed roads. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's right on the money that, that you really want to stay focused on that. You know, and a lot of people ask us, so when is the right time to start developing products or start leveraging your time? You know, is it ever too early or, you know, is it ever too late? And and the answer that we give them that I, I always give people as well, if you have paying clients, it's time to start leveraging your, your yourself, your time and uh, your products. Um, you want something that you can give to existing clients as a follow on. So if you're doing one on one coaching, uh, a client comes in, you coach them for a certain period of time and then they're finished. Well, let's create a product that or that they can move on to if they want additional coaching. You know, on, in that case, is there something higher end? Could you create a mastermind for them? Could you create um, some other type of, of product that enables them to go even deeper learn even more about you. VIP days are another one. There's just all sorts of options on that end. The other thing is you want to make it easier and easier for people to engage with you. So if you're again doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, that's great, but you may be too expensive for a whole lot of folks to take advantage of you. So uh, and uh, to take advantage of you and, and what you, you know. So instead of having that one-on-one -on -one coaching be your your first thing that you offer maybe there's something else that's at a lower price point that involves less of your time that you could offer to those folks once they've gotten a little taste of that then they may graduate into your one-on-one -on -one coaching so really you know as soon as you have paying clients it's time to start leveraging well and i know a lot of people have said they've tried coaching and it doesn't work and we've had a couple of conversations recently about that and oftentimes it's because the coach isn't matched properly to the person but by being able to try what you're doing at a lower price point they can really see the value they can really help determine if you're the right person for them to work with so i think it's a win-win all the way around it is and you know the, again going back to the the one-on-one -on -one coaching idea that you know, I I don't know. Everybody charges a different price, but let's say you're you're you know 100 to 150 to 200 dollars an hour. Um, that's a for a lot of people is a tough decision. Do they want to spend two to four to six hundred dollars on a couple of hours of your time, or would they rather have your you know quote unquote whole solution in a webinar? Um, for two to four hundred dollars, you know, it's a little bit easier solution for them. It's an easier yes for them 
if they can get what they think is the whole solution. Now, you know, there's obviously things you can add on to that. You can do it for them. You can provide them hand-holding. You can provide them review and comment. I mean, there's all sorts of other things, but at least they get a taste of what you do for a lower price. But if you do the solution correctly, they're going to see how much value you're going to add, and you're going to get an opportunity to be sharing with them throughout that training what else you can do or some of the common gaps that people have. So it's a great way for someone to really determine if you're the right coach for them. Absolutely. And, and you know, so so just sort of in summary, I mean, leveraging your existing content, that's really the fastest and easiest way to grow your business. It really can expand your business very, very quickly and without a lot of effort on your part. And the key is to really work with somebody who understands how to leverage your message. Someone um, sometimes we're too close to it. So find someone that you can work with, that you trust, that can take your message and leverage it into a number of different products. That's really the key. And, you know, I really encourage everyone to go to Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page and let us know. We'd love to know, do you have a full product ladder? Do you know what your next products are going to be? Or are you still looking to put one together? And if you're interested in finding out what some of the options are, I invite you to send an email to Michael at TK the number 2p.com and set up a call with him to see how he might be able to help you and look at different options. Again, that's Michael at TK, the number 2p.com and join us on Facebook at Turn Knowledge to Profit and let's continue the conversation. Yep, thanks. I would love to talk with you. Please do email me if you have any questions at all. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.